and welcome to New England Beer Reviews, episode 69. Nice. Uh, Pantsless Thunder Goose. My name's TJ Davis, alongside my constant compatriot, Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today? I mean, less imaginative. 69, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm nice. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get so annoying with that this episode. Yeah, we're going to get wicked annoying. <laughs> honestly, so folks, heads up, it's probably going to be a somewhat shorter episode because we have less shit to talk about, but I think you're all going to be grateful for that because we're going to be <laughs> yeah. super annoying. Instead of us doing like a two-hour episode for 69, nice, where we just keep on saying nice all the time. <laughs> turn it. Turn this episode into a drinking <laughs> game. You drink every time they say 69 or nice. 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 So, so nice. Uh, So every time you drink, you're taking at least two sips. (laughs) Nice. If if not three, because if both of us say nice, then, uh, you know, they have to drink twice. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is brutal. All right. Let's uh, let's get right into beer number one. Uh, beer number one today comes to us from Mass Landing Brewing Company out of um, somewhere in Massachusetts. Westbrook. No, it's Westbrook. Maine. Oh, Westbrook, Maine. Uh, beer number one today is a El Dorado Mosaic New Zealand Cascade and Kohatu Hopped Double IPA called Pantsli- Pantless Thunder Goose. In three, two, one, crack. And it's an 8.3%. I feel like they should have tried harder to make it 6.9%. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, so, for those of you who are going, wait, isn't that like a super available beer that like Mass Landing had, you know, has had for a long fucking time? Yes, yes it is. But it turns out that like if you're looking for beers with sexy names when it's not like valentine's day valentine's day uh it, it's sparse. a bit of a challenge yeah <laughs> especially when it comes to stuff that doesn't suck and it's like well i know this beer doesn't suck and we found spoiler for the next beer another mass landing that was like yeah it's vaguely i guess we could make vaguely that sexy sexy so fuck it here we are it's a fuck it it's a, it's a classic beer we're drinking today yep but hey, whatever. It's been a long time since I've had one of these, so it and it's should stupid. be. It's a, and it's a stupidly good beer, if we're being honest here. Mm. Like, this is one of my dad's favorite beers. Oh, yeah, no. I kind of forgot how fantastic that is. Yeah, you just, like, tune it out because you had it so long ago and you've had so much good shit since. Like, Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a beer that shouldn't be forgotten, though. Like, check it out, guys. If you've never had a pantless thunder goose um fucking grab yourself some it's yeah solid. i mean it's not like the epitome of perfection when it comes to new, uh, new england style ipa but it is a extremely solid and wonderful example of the style like complete opacity looks like orange juice smells like heaven uh you get a little bit of bitterness you get a ton of terpenes um mm-hmm. Like you get those like nice citrusy and tropical flavors you get from extensive dry hopping, like hell yeah, smooth like butter, baby. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, we're just gonna be, be we're gonna be wicked obnoxious all episode. Again, <laughs> I apologize in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and this is the second one that we're recording tonight. Be sure to check out Halloween. Uh, our, our, we're doing a special release on Cedar Screw It on Halloween Day. So um, it's going to be on the new Hellraiser. And it's short. <laughs> yeah, compared to, I mean, actually, like, the, we're... The Shocktober ones have been, like, generally shorter than a lot of our other ones. But, like, I mean, we're honestly... sort of going between, like, 35 and... 60 minutes like 35 is probably our shortest so far and 60 well no we've had longer than 60 especially some of the double features we've done yeah but generally speaking uh it turns out that we have a tendency to ramble a lot less when there's other people involved mm -hmm. um no it's handy stay on target <laughs> yeah that was the one nice thing about having a a third human host on this show because you know cat hosts that rotate in and out periodically um yeah it was it was nice to have somebody to keep us on track yeah or like to stop the infinite feedback loop that be, that forms between our brains <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> nice all right uh but we've had some beers we haven't had Infinite too many beers. feedback loop just like 69 <laughs> nice <laughs> oh and it is an infinite feedback loop hilarious it is. <laughs> it's nice. like an aerobarus but like sexy and yeah two people. it's a sexy aerobarus <laughs> 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 All right. Speaking of staying on target, we have had a couple of beverages since we have last we? recorded. We have. Uh, one of the beverages that we had was us seeing a 450 North that wasn't a smoothie style sour. And instead, one of their IPAs, well, double IPAs, well, technically claiming to be a DDH Dippa. Oh, it doesn't. But it is it listed. It, it's it, it's listed in untapped as a NEPA, a double yeah. NEPA, but it but is it's not. it's not on the can. It is yeah. not on the can claimed to be a New England style. So it I don't know if somebody checked dipper. that in wrong and just saw Imperial double and didn't notice New England. Or maybe somebody who works there who's never had a New England style from New England was like, this like, is kind of a New England style. Well, we'll send him one of these. <laughs> yeah, like it's, again, I, I'm not going to, it's not a West Coast. It's not like an English or something. It no, would, it's, I would, it's like a I'd Northeast it like style. A, yeah, I would call it a Northeast style, but I would not call this a uh, New England style by its current standards. But it could given... be a New England style by old standards, but yeah. those standards but have not now, been in place. That's now Northeast style yes. instead of New England. Uh, but ultimately, it was disappointing not just because it wasn't what it seems to claim to be, but because it had Idaho 7, Vic Secret, and Citra. So it should have been like easy peasy lemon squeezy, at least a 4.25. And it wasn't. No, was, I mean, I gave it a four. It wasn't bad. No. Yeah, but it, it still just... I don't know. I guess I'll stick with their smoothie-style sours. If I'm gonna I mean, again, I'm not... I, like, stuff. I didn't I'm hate not a, it. It yeah, wasn't I didn't terrible. Hate it. But, like, for the but, like, price given that how you have to pay... Stellar, 
Well, like given how stellar their smoothie styles are, I would sort of hope more from their other stuff. Um, I want like well, a Jay Wakefield. I want a Jay Wakefield, but of uh, wherever the fuck they are. <laughs> again, you have to remember that Jay Wakefield's like Jay Wakefield's IPAs were a fuck ton worse than that for a long time. Mm. Like Jay Wakefield definitely was not a we do everything well brewery from the start. And the only reason I think that they do IPAs even passably now is because they've done enough collaborations that other breweries have taught them how to do <laughs> how it to do it right. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> that New, makes like sense. They, that was the <laughs> biggest blind spot Jay Wakefield had when they started. Their IPAs were not good. Um. So that's not a good example of a brewery that has consistently done everything well. Than a trillium is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> damn, trillium, I, I, like Affinitive. I have had some Merp things from Trillium, but I've never had anything bad from Trillium. Right, and ki- same deal with like Definitive. Um, yeah. But like again, I don't. I we've talked about this before. Even Treehouse doesn't fall into the category of literally everything they do is good. Cough, yeah, cough, no, they sours, don't. Cough, cough. Yeah. Cough, cough. Like, nope. It's okay. 450 North doesn't have to be good at everything. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm okay with them like, being fucking be, amazing be, at the stuff they're good at. Yeah, be amazing at the stuff you're good at and stop using extracts. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, well, this one actually, again, so the next one also does not claim to be a New England style, but um, I'm honestly shocked that it's not listed as, it, that it wasn't claiming to be one so the next one we had was uh neon leaf which is a uh a dipa that is a collaboration between orino from you guessed it orino maine and lone pine out of portland oh i Um, thought it was from lone pine maine yeah yeah uh (laughs) so Features the delicious hop trio of Strata, Nelson, Sovan, and Idaho 7. Uh, Idaho 69. Nice. Uh, I, nice. Um, <laughs> like, I like this slightly more than you did. Yeah, uh, I think you but, did. But, like, it was very, it was very much a New England style, and I'm shocked that it doesn't list itself as one. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it definitely is much more on point as far as New England style appearance, overall kind of flavor profile. But like Orono and has definitely done better stuff. And I would say Lone Pine has too in that style. Like I it wasn't terrible, but I it's not something that I'd be like knocking down doors trying to find. No, absolutely not. Although if I saw it on tap, I would definitely try it on tap. Oh yeah, it probably would be better. It probably would be. <laughs> but like honestly, especially if I, you're in Maine. <laughs> part of me, reg- part of me is kind of sad that the first Orno I ever had was tubular, because tubular is the best. Uh, <laughs> it's been all downhill from there, baby. Yeah, except for totally tubular. Yeah, I like, like totally tubular. <laughs> totally tubular. Um, but yeah, no, those are the the two best beers that Orono makes. And like, I don't want to say that they're IPAs other than that because I haven't had anything else from Orono other than IPAs. Um, but like, I don't want to say they're bad, but they're not. 
not as good as I want them to be. They don't reach the same height that tubular does. And tubular has not, I've my opinion, because I've had them periodically. It's one of those things like if you're in Maine, there's a shot that tubular is just going to be a thing that a place has. It's mm-hmm. like like uh, Austin Street Patina Pale or like uh, Bissell Brothers Substance. Like it's just one of those things you fucking find everywhere is kind of like a standard thing. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it real good. Indeed. (laughs) Real good. So you heard it here, folks. If you see tubular out there, get it, especially if it's on tap. Um, next up we had, a New England IPA from Beard Brewing Company out of Stonington, Connecticut. Stunner for the win. It's a DDH New England featuring Galaxy, Mosaic, Machuca, and Azaka. Azaka, whatever. Um, and uh, it wasn't terrible, but it was disappointing. Like we both I agree. 3.75. It was. <sighs> honestly not really worth having no i agree i mean yeah i would actually buy uh either of the two we previously talked about over this one like, yeah uh it's just um i mean if we're being honest i think we probably bought this for two reasons one it is a vaguely sexy name yeah, um, we we were thinking about that one, but we we're was like, nah, we're we're gonna go with these other two that are vaguely more sexy. Well, no, not even vaguely more sexy. Just like we knew that the mass landings were gonna be better, and we were right. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, again, we, like Beard is just a brewery that I don't know that we've ever even mentioned on here because I I remember trying a few of their things when they were fairly new and wasn't wildly impressed and just haven't really. It, nothing's drawn me back in and yeah I think I've reminded myself why like there are some breweries <laughs> that it's like it's like why haven't uh, I had anything from these guys in years I remember them being decent oh no because I remember I, I I'm more nostalgic for the idea of them than their actual beer yeah like dogfish head you know <laughs> or um man like proclamation like proclamation makes beers that sound really good and don't t- and don't follow through with the taste part mm. actually there's a number of breweries that are like that yeah <laughs> and it's like again i'm sh- uh, they're still around i'm sure that there are people who like their stuff uh like not everybody has the same taste as us but like you know my personal opinion there's other stuff that i would rather spend my limited money and uh liver cells on mm. i i agree with the first half <laughs> oh well some of us actually care about our liver just <laughs> nope. saying i don't plan to make it past 40 and i'm 38 <laughs> uh, i'm gonna come down terrible. there and slap you yes it is terrible this is supposed to be a sexy episode. Stop being depressing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's it. I'm 
breaking my fucking laptop. I'm going home. Taking my <laughs> ball and going home. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Well, the good news on the IPA front in terms of stuff we were drinking uh, is we did finally, the last one, uh, I think it's the last one we had that night, uh, was the best one we had. The downside is it wasn't from New England. Da-da. Da-da. <laughs> Where did Uh, it come from? It is from Weldworks Brewing Company out of Greeley, Colorado. This was Tropical Milkshake. It is a dipa brewed with mango, pineapple, passion fruit, guava, vanilla, milk sugar, and citra, racao, lemon drop, and sabro hops. Yeah, this was fucking solid. Yeah, this was fucking solid. (laughs) Like, tweak a few things, you could have got boosted the rating more, but, like, this was a solid 4.25. I felt very good about giving it that rating. There was no uh, charity there at all. Oh, no, technically... Uh, oh, that was the other... That was... Okay, yeah, that was that. Okay, yeah. All right, so... Uh, should I... Let's just burn through the rest of the stuff on Untapped, and then we'll go back to yeah the other things. All right, so... um. Well, on Saturday, uh, the town of Reading, which is the town I grew up in, because I'm cool and stuff, um, had (laughs) Scottoberfest. Scottoberfest. So they, you know, shut down all the streets around the town common. There were like food trucks and like bands and, you know, like, I guess other activities that I didn't pay attention to because it wasn't music or food. Um, or beer uh, because they also had beer but like so for those of you who aren't wildly familiar or at all familiar with the town of Reading it's a nice ass town to live in like it's you know it's got some you know decent places to eat and whatever like it's it's a perfectly fine town that's like actually really convenient to Boston whatever it's Reading's big problem is like it doesn't have any really great restaurants. It doesn't have any great bars. It doesn't have any, and it doesn't really have a lot of events. Well, that, especially like, with are like exciting. having Biltmore shut. Like, yeah, it, well, yeah. Biltmore was, should have been good and wasn't. I mean, it was it was good, but not always. Like it was, it was all right for what it was. Yeah, it was really inconsistent. And like they were clearly struggling with margins and stuff because like I know people that you know even when we were going there and like still had a good experience, I know somebody else who went there and got literally rotten meat served to them. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it depends on like where they are in their cycle of like throwing shit out and who's working that day and whatever. Like that's not you want consistency. You don't want that. Yeah. But yeah, that they were they were dying before the pandemic even. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, didn't they close when we were still living in Reading? So So, yeah, they, they closed a while ago <laughs> yeah wow um and wow. nothing's replaced it <laughs> wow yeah no i mean again redding's a nice town it's just like there's not a whole lot of shit going on like people in town kind of like what they like and stuff either like survives or it doesn't yeah well um, i mean given where we were living it was pretty much like all right so i've got two grocery stores a liquor store and then oyes 
I mean, I yeah. guess I could go to Bertucci's, but I fucking worked there, so I didn't want to fucking go there. And fuck I mean, Longhorn, Longhorns. <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna say, like, overall, Longhorns not bad because you know, like, they managed to not completely fuck up steak. But like, I don't know that I don't really be that excited about ordering anything else there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we did end up with a Chipotle there, but like, oh yeah. And it's like, that man, was... with a Chipotle there, I'm going to go there all the time. And I think I went there like twice. <laughs> and there was an Anthony's wood-fired pizza or whatever. Oh, I did go to the Chili's. Oh, right? God, I've been to that Chili's, too. Yeah. yeah, fuck that. Fuck Chili's into the sun. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it was really exciting that, like, Redding um, did a thing that I actually, like, wanted to go to. Because that... I lived in that town for over 30 years and I'm not sure that had really happened all that many times before that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the, so there were, I think three or four places serving beer. Um, the one that I had had anything from yet was the one that I chose to get stuff from. Um, they, so Hypothecary Ales is a, uh, new brew pub in, in uh north reading no reading. not the same town um yeah north reading actually manages to have some better shit sometimes so you know uh i mean they they do have a better coffee shop shout out to have yeah don't they also have like a decent like barbecue or like grill place yeah um, like um like red something something flame horseshoe grill maybe oh the red heat tavern is what you're thinking red heat tavern that's what i'm thinking of red heat tavern's not too bad horseshoe grill's not too bad um i don't know there's other shit shit like i think right on the the, line uh, wasn't like the good uh fried seafood place that was nearby oh yeah lobster claw lobster claw is like if you're not literally like near the ocean lobster claw is where you want to fucking go if you've never been there before don't oh, don't ruin it for the rest of us, but like go there because seriously, their their fried seafood is on point. You can buy fresh shit if you want to like cook it at home. Like they get like you know fresh catch of the day shit from like you know Cape Ann and stuff. So seriously, and that's where you worth, want that shit coming from. <laughs> yeah, worth checking out. Seriously, like it is very bare bones. Don't expect like a fancy sit down place because it absolutely is not that. But if you just want good ass seafood, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. Well, good ass fried seafood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't tried anything of theirs that wasn't fried, but like that oh, is lobster good ass fried good seafood. As, lobster rolls are good as hell. Um, I don't do know they that do I've ever Connecticut gotten... style or only um, fucking what is it, Maine or Boston? I can't remember. Um, so technically, there are kind of three styles of lobster roll. There's uh, mayo, <laughs> New York and, style. mayo and well, there's like mayo and celery. There's uh hot hot and buttered and then there's it's just a fucking roll with lobster shoved in it oh. and honestly just a fucking roll with lobster shoved in it i think works out better than mayo and celery most of the time yeah i think in my hierarchy would be a high, hot butter nothing and then uh mayo celery but i also hate Again, celery <laughs> as a person who loves mayo and is totally <coughs> fine with celery my order is still the same believe it or not yeah <laughs> like i just I, yeah 
Mm. It doesn't need it. The mayo, the mayo is just not really adding a lot because it's already a fairly moist thing. So, mm-hmm. so like you're just distracting from the flavor. And if you really want to make it as trashy as possible, throw some Lowry's in there with it too. Why? Why? There's no need for oh, the no. lobster. Taste the what lobster. Was that? So when you and I were order would order shit from Luke's Lobster, what was that like one that I got that I loved? Garlic butter, right? Was it oh, garlic yeah. butter? Uh, garlic no. butter. It might have been truffle butter. Truffle butter. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was incredible. Like there are some flavors that like work well and like the the, the richness of that works really well. Like much in the same way that like sherry complements lobster nicely. It, mm-hmm. Truffle does as well. So uh, give that a try. Anyway, beer. Um, might as well finish beer. talking about beer. Nice. Um, nice. Uh, so I tried a couple of things from Hypothecary. So Odin's Elixir is in a double Nipa. Rad name. So Odin's, so Odin's Elixir takes their flagship Dipa recipe, which is called Elixir, and ferments it with a Norwegian Kvek yeast. Kvik? Never sure how to pronounce that. Uh, No clue. The the yeast ferments quickly and yields a tropical flavor and aroma of fresh pineapple, mango, and tangerine. This was solid as hell. I've not had Elixir, which is the the flagship, Um, but like with the with the Norwegian yeast, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, gave awesome. this a four point two five. Awesome. Um, definitely want to make a point of checking them out more because it's like really exciting to me that you can like. There's a place that brews b- good beer that's close. Um, the other one I got to try was their capsule Kolsch. So it's their take on a classic German Kolsch. Um, Whoa. Oh, my God. Has, and it has a late edition, which I'm assuming is more on the dry hop end of things, of lemon drop hops. So it has a little bit of, a little bit more citrus than it might otherwise. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a solid Kolsch. I gave it a four. Red. No, that's awesome. Especially for a Kolsch. Right. I mean, would you say it was like on par with that other really good Kolsch that we had recently? What the fuck was that? Yes, I would say it's on par with that. Like, uh, didn't we have a Kolsch with Vic? Uh, we had a we had Pultamavi a... lager and a um. German oh, we had a lager and a Tilsner. Oh, that's right. We had a Kolsch for um the uh episode. Where we went to the place for the anniversary. And did the thing. Ooh. Huh? We went to the place and did the thing and watched the stuff and heard the th- heard the music. Yeah, and drank the stuff. You, you know what I'm talking about. The thing. The thing. <laughs> My thing, baby. Nice. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, man. We're just trying to have a good time here. You gotta yeah. start pulling out your thing. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) it helps that mine is detachable and rubber. Yes, that is true. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I really hope my parents don't listen to this one. (laughs) I don't think we're in any danger of that. I'm pretty sure my parents stopped listening to this podcast a long time ago. (laughs) Aww. 
what boomers get all weirded out by the fact that like young we're super leftist and yeah (laughs) i'm like young people use swear words or curse words words. (laughs) um yeah especially given that it's like dude if you listen to any other fucking millennials who podcast like we all do this have you listened we are to not... any fucking millennials just talk in general conversation yeah, outside seriously. of a business environment <laughs> it's like every fucking podcast i listen to has like just as much swearing as we do although we do probably go slightly heavier sometimes but like... yeah we, we probably do Fuck, but like fuck, not mother, all the mother, time. Fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, fuck, mother, fuck, noise, noise, noise. One, two, one, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling fatty, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? We smoke the blunts. Rolling blunts and smoking blunts. Hey man, can I get a nickel bag? Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe my jungle love. Owe, owe, owe. You're a cigarette. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is the perfect response. <laughs> um, if you, I'll say it again. I'm pretty sure I've said it before. If you haven't watched it, go find Clerks the animated series, otherwise known as Clerks the cartoon. Go find it. On somewhere, and you probably have to buy a physical copy, but fucking do it. It's yeah, worth it. Go, go to Newberry Comics and buy a used copy of it. <laughs> I don't know if they even sell used shit anymore. I don't know. Go oh, to wow. go. It's been oh, forever was... since I've been to a Newberry Comics. <laughs> I yeah, I, if I recall correctly, they're basically like a t-shirt store now and shit, and like dumb kitschy crap. No, we've been. You went. We went to the one in Harvard Square. Oh yeah, um, that's right. But they, yeah, they mostly have, they don't, they have, I don't know that they even really, I don't, didn't notice a used section for anything anymore. Uh, You know, where probably does still have used stuff if you are a New Englander who happens to be in uh, northern New England or willing to travel there. Bull Moose, I believe, still functions more like Newbury Comics used to. Huh, that's good to know. Yeah, no, Bull Moose didn't sell out nearly as hard as noobs did but i'm guessing that the rents are a lot cheaper in maine uh that would that would probably be my guess as well (laughs) um well here let's let's finish up the stuff yeah you've got like two more things to talk about i think i'll i'll be your ed mcmahon to your johnny carson and then do you want to since i'm introducing (laughs) these do you want to introduce the last four (laughs) things that we're going to talk about yeah I, i could probably do that so i went to brewer's fork the other night uh brewer's fork if you have not been there is in charlestown they have some of the most interesting and fucking bomb ass pizzas i've ever had their food is just great in general it's like a nice ish restaurant without you ever having to like feel like you need to dress up to go there or like put on airs or anything like it's like a good place to get a good nice meal that like is still relatively casual but also has like a bomb beer list so wow highly recommend go to (laughs) brewer's fork also i've never had trouble finding parking um so i feel like there was one time that we went that it was like mildly annoying i think that was the time maybe i'm thinking about uh, squealing pig no i think you're thinking of the time that um uh night shift distribution was brand new and they did a tap takeover 
Oh, that's yeah. the one time. That was the one time. Um, boy, there was some good beer that night. It still is. Um, speaking of good beer, so yes, I I, I might as well just do the, do them in order that I checked them in. So, I had a beer there called Four Fours that was listed primarily as a vitamin C brewing company. All right, cool. But it's in collaboration with Equilibrium, which, eh, Jay Wakefield, and other half. Ooh. Yeah. So this is a double NEPA, 8.5%. Let me just read the fucking description. We started with a heavy base of oats and wheat before the Idaho 7, Citra, and Citra Incognito Whirlpool. We then dry hopped with our four favorite, four of our favorite hops at levels never seen before with Citra, Strata, Galaxy, and Zappa. Dense haze (laughs) pours into your glass with aromas of tropical mango, orange tang, assorted berry, and grape drink. Hoppy, saturated flavors of dank mango, orange juice smoothie, papaya (coughs) chunks, and green nerds candy are balanced by a hoppy bite and giant hashtag EQ juice melon finish, bringing you right to your next sip. The glass gets emptied quickly, so we recommend you pause the puzzle solving while enjoying our latest banger. <laughs> uh, Dude, it was I so strong there. until latest banger. <laughs> but like, so as long as all those flavors actually come through, like, yeah, fuck me, Sally. Like that sounds amazing. I sat, I, I sat there hemming and hawing. I was like, do I give this a five? Do I give this a five? Should it be? Maybe it's a four point seven five. I don't know. I got probably about halfway through the glass and was like, fuck this. This is a five. Damn, nice. This is a, that's a fucking five. <clears throat> Seriously. I mean, yeah, Equilibrium's fine. I like they actually do some really good stuff, but like fucking vitamin C, Jay Wakefield, and other half collaborating. Come on. There was no way it was gonna be bad. I just didn't know it was gonna be quite that amazing. No, that um, is that is exciting. Well, considering you've already finished your beer and I'm close, maybe we should just cut it off after the after this last one and tell people and save those uh, craft cocktails potentially for next time because we're already thirty four minutes in. Yeah, we had some craft cocktails in a can. Whoa! (laughs) And they're the best ones I've ever had. Not even a contest. Uh, We will tell you all about them next time. Next time. Our final beer for today, coming to you from Allagash Brewing Company out of Portland, Maine. This is my one and only 5.5%. What what kind of beer is it? Wow, it's a sour. So, it very appropriate for our 69th episode. Nice. There you go. <laughs> A gift to share or give yourself. <laughs> My one and only is made for special moments with yourself. That That's not actually yeah. a description. That's a parenthesis. We brew a red ale and let it age and sour in a fooder, a large oak fermenter typically used in winemaking. Wow, really? I knew that. 
<laughs> but I mean, just not in everybody case you knows do. that. Yeah, yeah, not everybody knows that. Before adding fresh local raspberries, plums, and a plum cherry hybrid called a pluary. A pluary? I want to find one of those and eat the shit out of it. In this dry and balanced beer, you'll find notes of fresh berry, cherry, apple, pear, and subtle caramel from its grain bill. Um, very distinctly a, a sour akin to the more old-fashioned sours, the shit that was coming out of Belgium. So you definitely have much more of the uh, wild character that you got from like the original sours. Yeah. Uh, much so much funkier than like a nor like a a normal sour that's floating around these days. Um, it does have quite a bit more tartness as well. Uh, the acidity is quite is very much there, but like I think that it has that really great balance of like funk and sour that. Um, you know, a lot of breweries. That's used to that used to be what sours were in the U.S. most of the time too. Like, I'm mm -hmm. thinking back to like the days of like when transmitter was brand new, or like when you know when you crack open like a Jester King. Like, this is the kind of sour yeah. that places used to do, and like the like more, more straight, wild. Yeah, the straight kettle souring with primarily lacto is like kind of a like. I don't I don't get me wrong I love it but like it's definitely more of a new phenomenon and it is not exactly the same thing. This was like look man, Allagash most of the shit I think that they do these days I find boring as fuck. I mean like it's not it's not bad. None of it's really bad per se, yeah, but like none of it's bad. It's not, <laughs> none of it's particularly interesting except their fucking sour program like when they actually release stuff holy god i mean they are the only brewery in the united states that has a cool ship that has been approved for sale in belgium huh yes i did not know that so you can sh uh, like shit on allagash all you want the most of their shit is boring as hell do not shit on their sour program if they if you ever see the like annual release of seller sh sellered shit from their seller that they do stay the go fuck buy out of shit there. <laughs> no go buy shit go buy it go buy it now like go just fucking whatever the fuck they have go buy it whatever you whatever you can afford even if you just pick one bottle just go fucking buy it because they only do it like one day a year um this was solid as fuck. I gave this a 4.5. Awesome. Like, seriously. One of the best things I've had from Allagash out, not from Allagash in a long time. Like, yeah, that's that's good to know. I mean, honestly, man, like, it was it was boring, but I always liked their table beer. Oh, like yeah. I mean, simple Allagash style. White is fucking drinkable as hell. It's solid. It never lets you down. It's not exciting by any means, no, but like exciting. But like, if I have a choice of like a bunch <laughs> Allagash of like, White or a Blue Moon, I'm drinking a fucking Allagash White. Yeah, or like honestly, but between that and like a bunch of like you know macro brew lawnmower bullshit, like I'm going Allagash White any day. Like it, it, like, and that's one of the fun things about Portland is even very often even the shittiest places, as long as they have taps pro probably have something like 
Lone Pine Pale Ale or fucking Allagash White on tap. So like, it's not going to be, you know that there's at least one thing that's not going to be complete garbage. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just about done with my beer, so. uh... All right. Oh, man. I got nothing for fucking ad time this week. Um, Ad time Uh... or positive ad. Go visit your local library. Read a book. Books are fun. It's a gateway to imagination. No, 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 no. It's episode 69, man. Stop going for like oh. the serious shit. Oh, um, episode Positive 69. Positive ad for nice. the, the concept of 69. Uh, uh, lubrication go... is your friend. <laughs> um, uh, mutual oral makes it, makes the uh, it makes the human aerobarus go round. Yes. Um, and the, you the can be happy? you can be you, you can be a uh, infinite human centipede. You don't actually have way to, to make it ass. weird, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> PJ ruining the concept of sixty nine cents today. <laughs> fine, fine. We'll we'll go with R Rob or Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Lister ruining the concept of 69 cents. I don't know when the fuck did that episode come out? Um, 90 something? Know. Yeah, that's like an early 90s one. Right? Uh, what season was that? No, because um, isn't that, that, isn't that like been... a Kachansky season? I want to say, yeah, I want to say that's uh, season seven. So I'm guessing that's probably somewhere in the late 90s. Yeah. Mid well, to late damn. 90s. Because right. they didn't they didn't release a season in a year ever, I think, in their run. No. <laughs> maybe maybe they might have done a couple of consecutive years, but not not often. Nope, uh, not often. What what else? Uh Oh, hey. Fuck you, Zoom. Just that's it. Just fuck you, Zoom. <laughs> we advocate that you go out and support your uh local mom and pop sex toy store. Yes. On this greatest of episodes, oh yeah, oh day of 69ing. Um, o day of sixty nine. Well, no, O day of sixty nine should be like June 9th. Yeah, or, or whatever. No, because it doesn't work the same if you do it in um in well how the rest of the world does it. So for them, it would be like September sixth. Oh, yeah. Well, we're close. We're closer to that one. So sure. Uh, yeah. Something. <laughs> Happy late um, September 6th. <laughs> whatever. Go support your local sex toy store. Uh, I don't know. If in, if you really need like weird shit to get off, uh, go check out Bad Dragon. I've heard good things. I've never actually owned one. <laughs> I've seen some interesting things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to like blow your mind, just go look at their fucking website and you're like, oh, yeah. what are you supposed to where? where? <laughs> you want me to put that where? <laughs> uh yeah 
We are sex but positive like, on this show. And if you want a giant horse, if you want a giant ho- jizzing horse cock to fuck, then you should own you a can, giant jizzing horse cock. And you can you customize can the like uh the the silicone, you know, strength and the fucking color scheme and all that stuff too. So Oh wow, I didn't realize that they were Oh yeah. That deliberate. That's awesome. Oh yeah, okay. you can I mean, honestly you, like, they seem like they're a well-run company from They are a well-run company. <laughs> and also like if you just if you just think that that sounds cool but you don't want like really weird looking dicks, like they have some standard look, stuff too. <laughs> they have well, no I don't know that they necessarily Nothing have like standard, standard standard, but like they definitely have stuff that's not as out there, so. Yeah. Like I've I'm told that they're a really good company, so all right. All well, right. On this episode 69, that feels like a good spot nice. to uh, go take a cigarette break. Nice. Nice. All right, guys. That was a great commercial break, wasn't it? Uh, but hey, we're back with the part number two of our usual two part episode structure that we've fallen into because I like it. Um. You sure it's not a 69-part structure? Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Even I'm starting to get tired of that. Nice. <laughs> Yo. All right. Uh, beer number two today comes to us from Mass Landing as well. It's called Shake Up Your Bones. It's a double-try-hop New England-style IPA with Nelson, Simcoe, and Citra hops. All righty. Are you ready, kids? Am I kids? Yes. Yes. Three, two, one, go. Smells good. Looks good. Yeah, looks good. Looks, uh, not super New Englandy, but pretty goddamn New Englandy. Yeah, it's not quite as purely opaque but that's not always a bad sign nah that's pretty fucking opaque about the same amount of foam notably different terpenes a lot smoother than you'd think it would be based on the the uh the nose Yeah. Like the nose has a bit more bitterness to it than the taste does, which I find interesting. Oh, no. I just got that, like, terpene hit. I don't know. It's really nice. I really like this one, too. <laughs> I think I, I like, like... Um, I think I like Thunder Goose more. <laughs> Agreed, but... But, uh, this is still the tasty brew. It's mass landing. It's an IPA. It's kind of hard to go totally wrong there. Um, also, I love that the side of this can says "Spooky Bones." <laughs> I also wish I knew where I had a pair of three D glasses kicking around because this is a can that you're supposed to like, sort of shake in front of your face while wearing three D glasses to make it look yeah. like they're dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we 
Get it. I burped on Mike. Not even a good one, but, you know. Yeah, decent. Yeah. I've heard worse. Yeah, most of my burps. Yeah, it good. I like this. Yeah. Real good. Mm. Uh, uh. Who are you, Shatner? <laughs> yes, I am the real Slim Shady. There are no, no other the Slim Shadies. Slim Shady. <laughs> All the other Slim Shadies are just imitating. Won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please, please stand, stand up. up. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. We are special. <laughs> I, I, I love that Shatner was able to make fun of himself like that too yeah <laughs> oh yeah where no fan has gone before that's a great episode yes yes it is uh i think i've done enough conventions i knew how to spell melvar <laughs> oh man several of those people are now well dead. she yeah, several of those people are now dead. Aww. More several of those people. Because DeForest Kelly was dead before that episode. Well, but yeah. like... Yeah. Aw. We miss you, Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. And Nichelle Nichols. Is Walter Koenig still alive? Oh, fuck, it, that's is, a good is question. It just like, is it just like I think Shatner, they... Koenig, and... Um... Okay, yeah. Decay. Yeah, because um, fucking... Uh... Oh, my God. The guy who played Scotty. Uh, James Dewan. Yeah. Dewan's dead, too. Yeah. I know that Dewan's dead. Yep. I know that I think Nichols that's... is... Yeah, so Nichols is the most recent. Yeah, yeah. I think Koenig is still alive too. All right, cool. I mean, Koenig's got to be fucking like eighty something. I think they all are, oh. aren't they? Like Shatner's definitely. I think Shatner's in his eighties. Uh, fuck, I'm pretty goddamn sure Decay is. I think they're older than. I think they're all older than my mother. Huh. Well, I'll be a Jolly Roger. So they could technically be late 70s, but, you know. Yeah, it doesn't mean the same thing as it used to, even, like, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, especially Ruth being the age that she is, Ruth does not... I, I would not guess that she is the age she is. Yeah, looks or the way she acts. Yeah. Um, but hey, continuing on with Great British Baking Show. Hell yeah. It was Halloween week. Yeah, it was uh, fun. Yeah, no, it was pretty fun. Uh, Their outfits shit. definitely leaned into it. Noel especially, because it was, uh, you know, he was wearing a skeleton onesie. <laughs> yeah. I also great. love that Yanusha's <laughs> outfit was, I'm Noel today. Yes, he wore eyeliner and heels. <laughs> and all black. And like, I was like, 
I love you, dude. I yeah. love you so much. <laughs> Spot fucking on. It's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> it's like looking in a smelly mirror. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, not really. Futurama. Same. Um, yeah, not really the same. But I do love Futurama. But I think the biggest surprise to me was that there was only one person who was really in contention for Star Baker this week. Like, yeah, I, I haven't. Yanush and Maxi were kind of eh this week. Yeah, I mean, Maxi did a bit better in her um, whatever the opener one is called. Oh, the signature. The fuck, I can't even remember what the fuck the signature even was. Uh, apple cake. Oh, apple pie thing. Well, apple, apple cake. cake. And most of the problem with most people's was that it didn't taste enough of apple like Maxie's did, which was cool. Um, but no, I mean, fucking Shabira knocked it out of the fucking park. I mean, she she did probably better than anybody else in the signature. She she came in first in the technical, and then she also did fu- like like. One so, slight so misstep. Well, yeah, one slight misstep in her showstopper. Which because like, they didn't like the truffle. And it's like, oh man, I can just imagine like maybe she went slightly too heavy on the truffle because it is an intense flavor. But like orange and truffle in a sweet, I could get down with that. Yeah, she probably went too heavy on the truffle, which like can Ooh, totally no. throw, ruin you throw a throw in a little thing. bit of rosemary to help balance out the truffle. Uh yeah, that could work. That would but, work well with the orange as well. Mm. Yeah. Making myself hungry. But yeah, no, Shabira fucking crushed it. Like, nobody else yeah. even came close. Like, destroyed this week. After being yeah. so worried about, you know, overpowering her flavors on things and then drawing it way too far back where everything was just flavorless. Yep. She She finally, like, went bold with her flavors again and it fucking paid off for her. Yeah, like I think that the judges are like, even if we don't agree with your choices, we really like the risks that you take. Mm-hmm. And like most of her choices were, pan out well, at least in the minds of the judges. So like, yeah, she absolutely deserved it. She fucking crushed it. She's she's also hilarious and fun as hell and seems super sweet. And like, I have a good feeling she's going to make it to the final. She may not win, but even if she doesn't, like, I, it's like, no, I want you to stay on until the last episode so I can keep watching you. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the two people in the on the bottom were uh, not at all surprised. It was uh, Kevin and Don, uh, the two who were on the bottom last week, along with Carol and survived Carol leaving um we're we're again on the very bottom this week and i don't think it was like that close between them and the rest of the others no it wasn't they were pretty they were the bottom like like unless someone else fucks up it's kevin next yeah unless someone else fucks up bad we're at the middle of the season so like the pool is getting thinner oh yeah i mean kevin's right he's like holy shit i made it to the top half and it's like yeah man like like and if you want to survive next week you gotta fucking be better (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like 
that's not and I kind of figured based on the judges comments in the showstopper that's kind of how I figured they would go although I wasn't entirely sure um because if they more or less view two bakers as like equally bad they're sending home the one that uh didn't try as hard in their eyes well like, that's what happened is like they saw that don didn't seem to put in as much effort especially like that was their biggest complaint during her showstopper was like it not only looks like shit it looks like you didn't even try well, it's not even that it's not that so much that it looked like she didn't try. It didn't like both of them their shit looked bad. Well, um, both of them and looked neither... like shit. Like his actually I think looked worse than hers. Yeah. But like hers was more or less flavorless from what I could tell and like that's a bigger sin. Well, like and, honestly, and looks matter. Yeah, looks matter like, on this simple show, chocolate ganache like... on like a mediocre Macron, you know? Like Yeah. If you're going to do something like that, at least, you know, do do some sort of detailing on it that makes it pop more. Yeah, instead, instead of just, of like, just drawing being... on it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it wasn't even a drawing on it. It was just sort of like a, a lazy wave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, um, yeah, it was not, like, she, neither one of them did their stuff as well as they needed to but like her flavors were also uh very unimaginative but also not very there whereas like kevin's like the flavors didn't come out quite right but like he at least fucking tried man like he tried some stuff that was a little bit more inventive and just sort of missed the mark on it mm-hmm like that counts that counts for something and like if you're if it's like if all of the things are equal and one person who's on the bottom like you know tries some risky shit and fails and the other person plays it safe and still mostly fails the person who played it safe is the one who's going like flavor matters more than looks Six six left okay Oh, actually, it might be five episodes if I can't. I'm trying to think because uh, the final is three people. Yeah, we started off with 12, though. Correct. And we've been through five. And there was one week that we didn't get rid of anyone. There was one week that we got rid of two people. So we've gotten rid of right. five people. So if you start off with 12, we have seven left. There we go. Mass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um but yeah, I'm curious what next week's gonna be. Like I'm sure there are some other classic weeks that we haven't hit yet this season. Oh totally. But, hey, it, it's cool that there seemed to be trying something different with some of the weeks this season. Uh well, I, I think it's hilarious that they did like Mexican week. And didn't expect, and then we're surprised by like cultural backlash. I mean, hello. Does anybody remember the cultural, the 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 internet being in a tizzy after Japanese Week? Jesus fucking Christ! Is the reason oh. they didn't do that again. Oh man, I've never there seen Japanese even anybody Week. From there wasn't even look... anybody of Asian descent in that. Oh no, well there wasn't anybody of Southeast Asian descent in that season because like there were definitely South Asian descent, but like. Yeah. 
No. There were a couple of people who were like Indian or Pakistani descent, and that's it. Like, there were. You didn't even have like somebody like Shabira. Like, nothing. Fucking nothing. And I'm like, mm hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the. You definitely need to watch that season because I think that's the season that has, uh, like. Rahul and Ruby and Kim Joy. Which, like, if I remember their names this long, you know that they were good and worth watching. <laughs> All right. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Rahul is by far the most neurotic person who's ever been a contestant on that show. FYI. Uh, Brilliant and neurotic. Awesome. Look, man, he's entertaining. I mean... I guess when that when it comes down to it, that's what it's really about. Nah, it's a good ass season. I'd I'd rewatch that one with you, even though I know how it ends. Well, it'd probably be easier if I just watch it myself because then I can burn through it super fast. That's true. Yeah. Um. Oh hey, I've got a. TJ's super short newish movie spoiler free fucking I gotta remember how, what order I put those words in review 69 nice nice <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh that that's that's the next VHS well VHS wants in the thing in 69 nice <laughs> but nice that would be hilarious of uh Super Eight Sixty Nine, <laughs> dude. What if somebody did like a spoof movie and did it? V- made it VHS Sixty Nine. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I don't hate that. Yeah, that would be funny as hell. Um. All right, keeping on, keeping on. Uh. Oh man, part of me wants to like cut that bit because if anybody listens to it, they might steal my ideas that are now already turning. TMCR. Uh. Yeah. Fair and balanced. <laughs> TMCR. Cody Shody, fair and balanced TMCR. Um still want but that. But yes. Shirt. VHS 99. Um it's the fifth VHS movie. Uh you can currently watch the first three of them on um Shutter? No. On Hulu? um Hulu. Mm. It's either Hulu or Prime. I think it's Hulu. I think it's Hulu. I think it's Hulu. Uh, and then you can watch four and five or 95 and 99 on Shudder. On Shudder. Yeah, I need oh, to watch Pro Ad. Shudder. If you like horror movies, Shudder. Shudder. Please give me a free subscription. Shudder. <laughs> Shudder. We'll plug the shit out of you. We actually uh, like we, you. We will real. plug the shit out of you because we actually like you. <laughs> Yes, we will shame. We will like, like, totally you don't, take you don't money even from need people to, like, we actually like. You don't even need to like technically pay us to plug your shit. Just like give me a free subscription, and I will plug your shit all the time in general yes. conversation. Hey, have you ever heard of Shutter? <laughs> Just random people walking down the street. Hey, have you ever heard of Shutter? Running shirtless through the public gardens, screaming at the top of my lungs. Have you heard of Shudder? As I have like fake blood just shred, just spread all over my body. But since I can't really run, it's more of my gimpy gallop. I was gonna say, and also your <laughs> your point would probably be better taken if you didn't weren't waving your dick around too. Oh, I wasn't planning on that. There are kids in that park. 
Eh, it's fine. They won't see it anyway. Bazinga. <laughs> 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 Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, TJ not... Davis, full of marinara flags. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't date. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> also you know you're terminally online when you refer to them as marinara flags because of like that one boru post that has like stuck around forever much like uh never forget agtha oh i can't think of either of those off the top of my head so. are you shitting me for okay or, yeah uh, okay. i guess send them my way at some point uh, um but, but, but real quick explanation for both of those, since apparently you don't remember. Any like, I think that know. marinara flags, I vaguely remember. So but... that one is because, I mean, Hail everybody Rama? talks about is red. You said? red uh, no, um, Agtha. Agtha. Um, so let's start with marinara flags. So that one comes from the post where the girl, uh, I think, dumped her boyfriend, which good because seriously you needed to because the they went to an italian restaurant and the dude insisted that marinara was italian for red and oh, alfredo yeah. was italian I, I, I for have, white i have read that yes I, I and then that. she dumped him and he yeah. got all defensive and she was like you guys were right uh because she pointed out that he was wrong and he got all like huffy and shit so she dumped him yes um <laughs> Yeah, so that that's why red flags are marinara flags often on Boru posts. Um, All right, I forgot about like I forgot the origin of that, but yes, mentioning that. In how the fuck do you forget about the dude who like decided that his fetish was uh fucking giant spiders that don't act that are sentient and don't actually exist and he created agtha oh his, his girlfriend. spider girlfriend yes and that he um, told his co-workers he about. told his co-workers and his family and eventually yeah the update involves him marrying her to me now and his parents were like and he told his parents that they were going to get married and his parents just wept and he was like they don't understand and i'm like no your parents do understand you don't and uh yeah i don't blame them for weeping openly that their son has decided to marry a uh fake giant spider that causes him to probably like fuck the ever-loving shit out of like a spider stuffed animal until it like dies and then has to replace it every like couple of months what like what? come on man he basically is like Yep. Thanks. Basically decided thanks that bringing, humans. Thanks for bringing humans those memories. Will never do it for him. Thanks for bringing those memories back to me. Mostly hey, thanks for making you're me welcome have to remember you... the dude who married his imaginary spider girlfriend. Uh, I mean, you clearly don't read enough comments because people bring up Agtha all the time. Still. Oh, I don't read a lot of comments. Oh, you should read more comments because people would be like, "Well, she's not Agtha." <laughs> it's like oh this is so much fun it's like i get on the joke and i like it i feel cool now but um but yeah best VHS. of runner updates shouting out for them yeah boru that that's what we're talking about when we say boru although it is spelled out best of redditor updates isn't it yeah but like everybody refers to it as its acronym now 
like yeah. when you're not actually but the subreddit title is actually best of predator updates yes much like i think the original today i fucked up is spelled out mm. and like um, now but now i can't remember which one's the real one because like they're both about the same amount of subscribers yeah um hey if we're doing subreddit shout outs am i the devil these people are horrible. It's all like it's well, it's mostly actually I think it's more am I the butt face ones because it's people who don't feel comfortable saying asshole and oh, yeah. just like it's... the worst humans that exist. I'm sure a lot of them are troll posts, but still. And if you want something for a little bit of uh well, it's not really eye bleach because it's it's more like mind bleach because it's usually written. Um I guess that's still kind of eye bleach, but not in the same way as like yeah. pictures of kittens. Uh, am I the just cloaca? To, just don't go to eye black. Yeah. Ew, God, no. Um, but yeah, um, am I the cloaca is always good for. It's pe- people writing from the perspective of their like cats and dogs mostly. Yes, it's Being pretty like, adorable. Am I the am I the cloaca for singing the song of my people at three a.m. Uh, cat legal advice sometimes has some decent. Oh, stuff that too. yeah, that one's good too. Uh, yeah, Reddit. <laughs> Do you want to go down a depression hole and just spin and spin and spin? Do go you feel Reddit. like you're not term- but, like, terminally don't, online don't, just enough? Be, just be careful of like some of the subreddits, because man, there's still a lot of Nazis floating around out there. Oh, there are, and like, there's more than just Nazis. I mean, there's definitely a bunch racist of toxicity. Um, not just racist, and but like, like uh, incels and incels. But yay. like, there's a there's a contingent of not misandrists worth saving. too. Oh, there's a contingent. Yeah. yeah um, uh, like, what, what's what's that female what's dating that strategy? That's the one. Uh, I that That's I have definitely. <laughs> yeah, it is. I I have popped into that just sheerly out of curiosity before i did follow it for a little while um it was i will say to the credit of women it's not as much of a cesspool as some of the other cesspools on reddit but like the the more reasonable posts are the kind of shit that you would see on like 2x chromosomes which can devolve into a cesspooly thing but usually isn't um it's usually just women looking for support from other women or, you know, female identified humans. Um, and whereas female dating strategy is like, did you, did you, were you curious about female incels? Do you want to see what they, what, how they interact? Um, spoiler alert it is actually less toxic to about probably the same degree that you're thinking of because male incels tend to be a lot more use a lot more aggressive and violent language i think but like that's that's because the bars below the floor like they're not good they're just not quite as shit Ain't but that like, the oh truth, boy. sister? <laughs> yeah, I kind of followed it for a while because for a while I had that whole like, oh, it's like watching a train crash and not being able to look away because you just have to like see what's going to happen. And then, then you, you kind of have to look away. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually you you're like, okay, I I'm I'm okay to let this go now. Yeah, 
Uh, so you, yeah, you can only I, rubberneck that train wreck for so long. Yeah, it's like there are some there are some subs that like should be better than they are. Um, like I don't know, for instance, like I find white people Twitter to not be quite as uh, insightfully scathing as I hoped it would be. Um, yeah, but. I'm not actually sub to it. It just popped up. I shit a bunch. I have. I I was sub to it for a while, and it's it like because I came across a good post and was like, "Oh, this sounds cool," and then realized that most of the posts are crap. So yeah, yeah it's just yeah. All right. Hey, cool. Ad for Twitter. Uh, let's get back to my movie Reddit. review. Get the fucking <laughs> or Reddit. Really? Whatever. Really? The social media Sucking... thing that you spend all of your time on. Yeah. But not not these days. These days, I'm playing the mobile game. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fucking tell you what I'm playing because I fucking hate that I fucking allowed myself to download it. You should hate I it know how I get. <laughs> you're, and you're and it's whatever uh, whatever it is. I can't remember what it is the name of it either. But it's distinctly less cool than like Dan's dumb Marvel thing. So that Dan uh, also hates. I don't know. It, yeah, it is distinctly less cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it's Star Trek based. <laughs> I I mean yes, but still, hmm. I am not telling you guys the name of it. No, you're welcome to guess in the comments. <laughs> hey, I, in fairness to you, I have definitely fallen into those mobile game traps, but like not nearly as hard as you usually. Yeah, which is why I have a general rule of like not playing them. And it was like, Do not go know, up my <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Why is my wallet empty? What do you mean? Don't cry. <laughs> what are these fucking cats doing? <laughs> After a night out drinking with LP. <laughs> he turns on cat week. What's the, what's worst the worst that could, that could happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the worst that could go wrong, 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 wrong? Uh, if so, again, shout out to random things. If you out there are a fan of the hip hop group Run the Jewels, if you have not listened to Meow the Jewels, we are referring to the version of that song called Oh My Darling, Don't Meow. And it's yes. superior to the original. It is seriously. superior to the original. Um, I I hate that it took me so long to realize that like Run the Jewels remixed their entire first album as a as with like cat themes. Oh, they've done it with and the it, fourth one, except this time it's all. I think that they all the lang the the entire album is now in Spanish, and I'm guessing that they've updated the sounds as well. So I, huh. I need to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I should check that out too. Rat. Um but yeah, it's it's hilarious and rat and awesome. And, and like, yeah, oh my darling don't meow is the superior version of the song. Agreed. Fight me. But come on, um, it. come on, internet, fight me. Come find me and tell me that you know we exist. Fight yeah. me. Uh but hey, going back to must fucking review on vhs 99 that was started like 15 minutes ago <laughs> um pretty much like with any anthology there are weaker and stronger bits um their super story doesn't work as well for me because i don't think it's as well 
organized around the rest of the movie. Uh, so that's definitely one of the things that hurts me for it. Like, uh, I think that two and four have the strongest, like, super stories. Um, but, like, well, the first two, I think it's the first two. Uh, there's some, it's, there's some very, like, early Rick Baker kind of makeup practical effects, which is cool, but also look kind of dated at the same time. Uh, but then, like, the third segment, I think that the third segment is, uh, Ozzy's Dungeon. Um, that's the one that, uh, fucking Flying Lotus directed. And I don't think that you've seen Kuso yet, but like Kuso is a disgusting conglomerate of scenes that just like feels gross to even watch, but you can't look away. And like mm. that, that sort of. Like, you can tell that Flying Lotus definitely takes a page out of, like, David Lynch's and Cronenberg's books. You know? It, so it's, it's gross got... in that way and not gross in, like, a Mike way. Yeah, it's gross and surreal. Okay. Like, surrealist body horror. Like, like... As um, opposed to completely like, grounded like, in reality body horror, it, which yeah. is so much more disturbing. God bless you, Mike. Yeah, more more society than Ichi the Killer. Yeah, which I still haven't seen, by the way. Oh, yeah. Ichi's pretty brutal, too. Look, Zach was holding off on showing me that one. I'm sure that it was his favorite. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think so. Whereas my favorite Mike is probably Happiness of the Katakuris, because that movie is crazy. (laughs) Uh, What was the one that he did that was like like an action-y rom-com thing? I can't remember. I took like tokyo something i don't know I, that one was cool i like that one. Oh yeah he did have tokyo a love story rom-com. or something like that yes tokyo love story sounds right and then he did his own like seven samurai and called it 13 samurai <laughs> okay so there's a bunch that i hadn't watched yet but like one missed call like i mean one missed call actually got to me a bit which is like again, uh, like of the j-horror phase that came out or all around that time so i'm talking like you know juan ringu um cairo like those five are probably like the big five of that moment you know yeah and shit did all five of those get american remakes as well grudge the ring um did one miss call get one one miss call yeah one miss call actually i think a one miss call got an american remake directed by mike mm. i might be wrong about that it's it's been a long time uh now i need to look this up um also and then like we definitely watched um fuck what was this episode for masters of horror oh it was the abortion one yeah i know um, uh, i can't remember 
I can't remember either, but like that. And also, Mike did not direct the American remake. It was it was a French director, Eric Vallée. Okay. Um, but yeah, the that his that Masters of Horror episode. It's like horror doesn't usually produce a lot of visceral reaction in me, especially like anything body related, like. Uh, like a like you know the totally surreal body horror shit will like kind of like make me go but like it's not gonna like give me much of an internal reaction imprint 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 Imprint. yeah imprint gives me a deeply visceral reaction in a way that like you know you do anything all the blood and nails nails gums and eyes yeah, nails, like, mouth, those, eyes. Those, yeah. those are the things yep. that yep. like really make me like as a lifelong horror fan, really make me just like. <laughs> like you can do anything you want to somebody's limbs or mostly even torso, and I'm not gonna freak out. You do shit to that stuff. Oh my god! It's like, Although, I, honestly, I, I think I'm better. I'm better. Thing. I'm better watching amputation in a movie than I am with watching a compound fracture in a movie. That would make sense. Actually, that you know? mean, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me as well in general. But, but still. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like at least, at least if you were, you know, like say you cut somebody's fucking, I don't know, leg off with a sword or some shit. Like, yeah, you're gonna. Their nerve endings are in that cut area are all gonna be on fire for a little bit, but like the natural endorphin system kicks in pretty quick, and uh, so would you know overall just sort of shock. So, and it's a clean cut, so you're not dealing because the the when you have a clean cut, the nerve signals because you're damaging fewer nerve fibers in like a really mangly kind of way. So it can be a little bit less intense than like if something, you know, like say your limb got crushed versus cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like the fact that, you know, compound fracture means more, less cleanly mangled nerve endings and stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So going back to it. Um, the Flying Lotus segment is awesome. Um, I, like, oh man, I, like I can't wait for you to see it at some point, dude. Because like the Flying Lotus segment is definitely my favorite in it. Um, I, I really like how this one is very much a like creature feature. Mm. Um, yeah, because like a couple of them are a little stronger than others. Um, but like, there's good creature design. There's a lot of interesting thought at work in a lot of it. Um, I mean, we get a fucking Gorgon, so that's rad. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to remember what was the last. Oh yeah, in the last segment, the last segment is um, two people filming a demon invocation on Y2K. And end up being sent to hell and having to catch a ride out of hell on the 
tail coats of the demon that this group was trying to invoke. Rad. Uh, yeah, like rad. <laughs> I honestly, um, it took me a couple watches of it to like really start to appreciate it because, like, mostly what I was seeing was like the the first two segments just having like yes they they they're quality prosthetics but the the quality of those prosthetics also looks very dated um and like that was sort of holding me back from appreciating like the rest of it well that and like the the mediocreness of the fucking super story like the super story is completely different from any other um previous vhs VHS. so like it like that part of it is interesting but when you see it you'll understand why i don't really care for it gotcha you know um but ultimately it's it's probably my third favorite vhs wow i mean yeah well, out of five, I mean, I mean, it puts it middle of the road. Yeah, like, it it's, does. It's far from the shittiest, but well, it, it's not the shittiest. It's not the best. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's it's an entertaining flick. If you enjoy anthology horror movies, check, 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 check it out. <laughs> Is it more pertinent to I assume it would be have more appeal for people who actually remember 1999? Um not terribly. Cuz no, like the fact, there's like not, not 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 having to live through that stupid like Y2K panic w- w- doesn't what wouldn't decrease well, your appreciation. I'm, I'm sure that you would be like that some of them might be like Y2K why are people worried about that and it's just like a quick sentence of well people are stupid <laughs> yeah I mean I, but again I feel like that would be easier to explain to uh middle to younger millennials than it would be to like zoomers because zoomers are gonna look at that movie and go what why those number those letters are just random why is it called vhs (laughs) you have to remember that there's a whole ass generation of people out there like who are old enough to like uh vote in rotary phones they've never seen a rotary phone they've never seen a vhs tape they've never seen a cassette tape they've never seen a floppy disk they probably never they might not even ever have seen that many cds they certainly didn't use aol ones as coasters Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) yeah that was a particular time in in life that you had to be there for and if you ever need a new coaster, you could just request one from AOL and they'd send you one for free. <laughs> You've got mail. That you uh, can put your I definitely on. had an AOL account at one point. So did not, I. Not, we not all just, did, dude. Well, not like I had like AOL pre-AIM. Oh, see, I had. Uh, so did I. Um, yeah. Because that was that that was our. That was so our inter- that was our internet portal for a little while, wasn't yes. it? Yes. 
so kids there uh there used to be a whole cadre of companies that were called internet service providers which is how all of us uh, used our ancient <laughs> dial-up modems again i remember being the first kid i knew to get a 56k modem so uh <laughs> dating myself felt, here you, you just felt so rad with that 56k <laughs> not gonna lie i totally fucking did uh shit loaded so much faster for me like that was a that, i mean think about it because you went from 28.8 to 56k like that was uh oh yeah no that's a fucking that was huge a huge leap. step up yeah so being the first person i knew it was like look i can load an image in like 10 seconds yeah Whoa. dude that's so bad yeah um <laughs> so kids there was a day and age where um you couldn't stream porn on the internet because it would have taken oh my way God. too fucking long. I remember like the hanky janky, like early internet players. Like I'm talking about like oh, pre yeah. real media. Like, yeah. Oh man, we are and, like, old. <laughs> and like you'd be like waiting for like ten minutes for a picture of like pixelated boob or dip or whatever yeah to, like, lard croft naked and you're like this is gonna be so awesome in like 45 minutes and it's just like john john uh-huh. and then somebody's and then and then your shit gets interrupted because like your mom picked up mom i'm using the internet <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're old <laughs> On the same token, I'm really, really grateful that none of our dumb teenage exploits exist on the internet, like, anywhere other than LiveJournal, and nobody's gonna bother, like, even if I ran for political uh, office. Good luck sure finding it. Yeah, good luck finding it. <laughs> I don't even fucking remember how to get to it, so good luck. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I'm sure if I stumbled around for a little while, I could probably figure it out, but... Probably. I'm but not like, putting in that effort. But, I mean, it's, like, it's just mind-blowing when you think about the fact that, like, didn't... Wasn't YouTube born in, like, 2005? Wow. Yeah. Yep. That we old, makes dude. me feel old. <laughs> yeah. We old. It's like, oh, I remember this, like this music video coming out. That was like oh, ten shit. years ago. Oh shit! I'm on the classic rock station. It was 1998. <laughs> yeah. Uh... All right, we are super off rails, and we said it was going to be a short one, and look at that. We're at like an hour and a half. <laughs> See, this is the problem. This is why it's helpful when we have other people to like. Yeah, so instead of explaining it yet again, let's just wrap it the fuck up. <laughs> no, I want to explain it 69 more times. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. That, 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 that's our last 69. No. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 69, 69, 69, 69, 69. You still only get one nice. Fine. Whatever. I'm just going to keep saying it. Okay. Um, it's gonna be my final word too. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm not even gonna ask you for a final word. I'm just Fuck gonna off. say bye. No. <laughs> nope.
Uh, we have other stuff. Uh, since I'm TJ now, apparently, uh, we have another podcast called "See It or <laughs> Screw It." We have social media accounts that we suck ass at using because we're old and <laughs> shitty. If you hadn't figured that out from our last conversation, but weirdly enough, we have Instagram and Twitter and uh, Facebook. And according to David, uh, not David Wong, uh, he's actually so all of the John Dies at the End books are being re-released with the name as Jason Pardon. Um. And Jason Jason Pargin is uh so he has created a TikTok for himself because he was told by people that that's where like all of the internet lives now basically, and they're so right that there was like some tweet that he posted like two years ago that got like forty likes or something, and he like read it on a video and put it on TikTok and it has like 400,000 views. Jesus. All right. Well. So uh, uh, maybe soon you'll find us on TikTok uh, even though I'm old and like, okay, we're both old. I'm less terrified of it than TJ because I got forced into being somewhat indoctrinated into it, but I still suck at using it. But like it kind of sounds like we might want to make a TikTok. So uh, future plug well, for it, so if our... we do, all right, if we do, I'm already telling you right now. I'm gonna do like the um, sad Robin bees dance from Teen Titans Go while I explain something mundane. Do it, please do it, please. That will probably get us like Just internet dance famous. Dance for your bees, dance, dance for your bees. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> um and i'll just talk about how how uh how hp lovecraft how i stopped reading his stuff because he's he's like he was racist but like it finally got to a story where he was he was like that kind of feels racist like, that's still kind of <laughs> I, I don't know is that is that this is that for this channel or for for see it or screw it i don't know uh, it'd probably work better for see it or screw it because i'm sure we'll talk about some like movies adapted from H.P. Lovecraft works, which is going to like so, force me to fucking reread some of them. People uh, who are actually listening to us, if you don't listen to Cedar Screw It, please do and please interact with us fucking somewhere. Yeah, check that one out. That's the better I, one. <laughs> I really, it's not even that it's the better one, it's that I really, really desperately want Cedar Screw It to get big enough that we can like give Liam the Twitter login and just sick him on people because like. Oh, I, I don't even care about that. I just want it's why <laughs> he's why. Well, there's your problem is the podcast that hates you back. Like, I yeah. want that for see it or screw it. I want Liam to be yelling at people for being stupid and shitty. Please, God, interact like, with us. Make us big. Because I, I, to... I don't know if that's really like the sort of vibe that we want to give out. <laughs> I mean, there's still well okay you and me i mean dan dan's just well that's the thing is dan's hatred is all like turned inward more than anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so but like look man much like the only sport that i actually watch these days is hockey because like it's entertaining and people like fight each other and stuff um twitter is entertaining because people fight each other like that's most of what's entertaining about Twitter. I like watching Liam and, like dismantle 
like dumb people who like call them out for like you know announcing pronouns and shit yeah i mean that's more worth it all right still i need to pee and i have no more alcohol so i want to go um yeah emily already did the stuff um i'm emily and i'm the biggest idiot ever and my final word is 69 nice fuck did i was i just talking right now because like it it i swear to god it sounded like i was talking right now but i didn't feel my mouth moving yeah uh hire tj davis for your kid's next birthday party master of impressions i can do them all johnny carson Uh, get out of my swamp you kids (laughs) yeah that's a perfect johnny carson (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry i just ran right into a fucking that's a futurama reference right yes it is okay thank you Uh, all right nice nice uh, this was episode 69. Nice, nice motherfuckers. We love you. Show us some love by fighting with us on the internet. Yeah, or just fight Emily on the internet. No, don't nice. fight me. Go fight Liam. I'm gonna give I'll, I don't care if it's this show. I'm throwing Liam at you. It's fine. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.